You're listening to the Lima Baptist Temple Podcast, where you can hear the latest messages and other conversations as we strive to go serve and love in our communities. If you want to know more about us, visit us online at limabaptisttemple.org. If you enjoyed our podcast, be sure to subscribe and check us out on YouTube. Hey everybody, welcome to the Lima Baptist Temple Podcast. My name is Ben Anderson, and I'm an associate pastor here at the church, and with me is Pastor Michael. Yeah, and in case you guys don't know, I'm the student pastor and taking media director. I think it's funny how he always like goes through his whole title, <laughs> uh, and then just, hey, here's Michael. So, well, you're just kind of there. Yeah, like you it. know, just hanging out. That is weird. I, I never introduce <laughs> you by your title. That's right. That's because you do so many awesome things I know, it's church. just because I'm so gifted. Well, we're going to talk about being humble on the next podcast, but uh, we're excited to hang out with you this uh, Thursday afternoon. Remember, every Tuesday, the message is released in podcast form, and then Thursdays is our Conversations podcast. So, as always, if you guys have a topic that you want Pastor Michael and I to wrestle with or talk about, let us know. And, Michael, what's the best way for people to... uh, Best way is to go to our website, linebaptistumble.org, yep. <laughs> click on the central hub, and uh, fill out a contact form, and uh, put your name and information in there, and then in the yep. message portion, just tell us, hey, I would love to hear, you know, on conversations with Ben and Michael, I'd love to hear them talk about blank topic, yep. you know, whatever that is. Yep. Um, you know, we don't wrestle a whole lot of, of <laughs> touchy or controversial topics. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we will one but of we these could, days. yeah. If you if you put that in there, we'll we'll do yeah, our best to tackle sure. it. Yeah, definitely. will. might have to spend some time getting ready for that, but we'll definitely tackle it and have a great podcast for you. But Pastor Al, uh, this last week, Michael wrapped up the Miracles uh, Message series that yep. has been going on for the last uh, five weeks, and it's been really cool. Um, and really, uh, it's going to get ready and start a new message series in a few weeks. But, you know, as we wrap up this last podcast around, you know, the Miracles message series, has there been anything from whether it's this last message or m- the entire message series that you're like, man, that really resonated with me? I really, you know, got something out of that. I think uh, I think the last message that he did um, on the story of the walls of Jericho yeah. was really good and how he talks about how, you know, the, the the Israelite army marched around Jericho six days and nothing happened. Like, yep. can you imagine that? Almost a week of marching around and nothing happens. And at some point, you got to, I mean, it doesn't tell us in the scripture, but you got to know they were grumbling, mm-hmm. they were complaining, they had things going on in their heads. They were like, why are we doing this yet again? Yeah. But they were obedient yep. and they continued to do Amen. it. And because of their obedience, <clears throat> The walls fell on the seventh day, and because of their willingness to look like, to really humble themselves yeah. and look like fools, yeah. you know, they were willing to do that, and and God blessed them for that, and that was really cool. And then I love the story that Pastor Al told about somebody here in our church, uh, how the, the the tractor tire fell oh, on right. them, crazy. and then just that crazy story. <clears throat> if you haven't heard it, you know, listen to the message. But basically, thousand pound tire, this guy comes in, just lifts it up all of this guy. I was like, that is a miracle. Yeah. And, you know, you brought up an interesting point there. You know, I wonder, you know, what the makeup of all the, you know, all those different personalities. You probably had the positive <laughs> guys that are like, come on, guys, teamwork makes the right? dream work. Yeah. We can do this. That's and you. Then, yeah, that's me. <laughs> then you have the people that are kind of rolling their eyes like, yeah, let's just get this Yeah, done. you got the realists, me. <laughs> like, okay, guys, we've watched around six times now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of cool to think about. But, yeah. 
I think many people can relate to that, though, because many people have been going through maybe a trial or a tough time mm. or just a certain circumstance for so many times, and they keep praying, they keep you know moving forward. But like Pastor Al mentioned on Sunday, you know, many people are kind of on that seventh time or that sixth time, and they don't realize yeah. you know they're that close. But keep being faithful, keep praying, keep pressing forward, perseverance. Keep persevering. You know, persevering. The art, the art of perseverance. Is something that I think that all of us as Christians need to yeah. learn, not only in trials or, or tough situations or uh, waiting on a miracle or expecting God to do something, but just persevering in our lives and yep. in, in, in our faith and, you know, the day-to-day stuff. You know, things can get mundane and and just, you know, just get discouraged about stuff. And just continuing to persevere is, is an art that I yeah. think as Christians we have to learn. Yeah. Well, and that's a great transition. That's kind of, you know, what we're talking about today. You know, part of the art of persevering and pressing forward is understanding, you know, that God uses everything to build and cultivate a very strong and fruitful, powerful faith in us. Yeah. And if we understand kind of the process that he takes us through, it just makes it that it makes it a little bit easier, right? There's still going to be yeah, tough times. to understand makes it easier you know and, and the word faith is really it's your trust the amount of trust that you put in god yeah like it that faith and trusting is, is you know kind of synonyms and in the, in the walk with christ is is if i have faith i'm going to trust and if i trust i'm going to have faith yeah and it, it's that process of, of continuing to do that yeah but uh, you know that dynamic faith is a huge part of that perseverance, and I think mm. it's interesting when you look through Scripture at a lot of the well, all of the miracles that Jesus did. There was always mm. a really strong, powerful, dynamic faith in all of those situations, and that resonated with Jesus. And he healed them. He worked these miracles in their life, uh, whether it was the leper, whether it was the boy with the fish. Yeah. You know, you, we could go on and on and on. Yep. You know, they gave what they had. They stepped out on faith. They did that. And Jesus loved that and performed that miracle. So understanding that process of building faith is important. So I thought we'd talk about that uh, a little bit today. But having that dynamic faith always has to come, you know, before God working some sort of miracle yep. in your life. And, you know, we don't see that in Scripture. Where there was no faith, there was no miracles. It's just that simple. Yeah. Um, and Jesus, you know, he's. There are times in the scripture where he literally did not do something because, you know, they doubted. Yeah. They weren't honorable. They didn't have. You know, whatever the case was, yeah. all grounded in faith. There. Um, but the process is, you know, this. There's several different kind of versions of this out there, but this one was specifically. Uh, you know, I read an article. This was several years ago. It's been floating around out there, but Rick Warren kind of takes us through this process. Pastor Al mentioned this briefly in, uh, I think it was the first or second uh, message, just how kind of that faith cycle works to build and Mm -hmm. cultivate it in us. Uh, But the first one is, the first step is, you know, we have a dream or something that, you know, we're trying to accomplish, right? You know, God gives us that idea. God gives us a goal. God gives us something, you know, he wants to accomplish in our life, and that could be you know, getting through a sickness that could be, you know, trying to get into ministry. It could be so many different things, but it starts with having, you know, that dream. And, you know, yeah. one of my favorite verses is that Ephesians <laughs> 3.20, you know, God can do immeasurably more in our life if we take that step of faith. 
but there's so much that God wants to accomplish. Well, I think, though, too, that that dream, or it can be also referred to as a vision or a mission. Yep. Like, That's there's good. something that yep. God has put, a passion, a zeal. Yeah. Like, there's something that God has put in <clears throat> you that is, like, is like your end place, like yep. where you where you believe God is going to take you in your life, and you know I think uh, you know some there's some pastors out there that would claim that okay if your dream is to be a millionaire, you know God's gonna let that happen, <laughs> yep. but and, and I'm not saying he won't, but I'm saying that that's not always you gotta be careful with that. Yeah, that's not always a dream or a vision that's within the parameters that God has for you. Yep. You know, it may be a fleshly. Yep. desire or a fleshly vision or a fleshly dream yep. and we're not talking about that we're talking Correct. about what is it that god has put in you yep. that is your passion your desire that that you hunger for that you you know the person mm. that you want to come i tell my students all the time i'm like look 10 five, ten years from now who do you want to yep. be like who do you want to be five to ten years from now and you know in kind of as a pastor you want to cultivate that yep. vision and mission that god has put in their life yeah. And I often even just think of, you know, my process and, you know, coming into ministry. I mean, God started working in my life years before, and it was kind of always in the back of my head, but I had it pegged for when I was 45, 50. You know, that's my uh, retirement gig, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, God had other plans. Yeah. Uh, the second thing there is we have to decide to take action. Mm-hmm. We have to decide to, you know, take that step of faith, you know, to move forward to that. And, the, you know, the first several steps, those are kind of the fun ones, right? Those are the ones that, you know, energize us. Yeah. You know, we re- rely on our faith to take those initial steps of obedience into what God has called us to do. But I don't know if I would say they're easier. It's just maybe more the warm, the fuzzy, the, you know, the more exciting stuff. Yeah, the first part, dreaming, vision, passion. Yep. Like, that's the, the warm and fuzzy, gets you excited. And then we get into, okay, now you have to make a decision. Yep. Now you have to decide what is your next step like what is the next thing that you're going to do that's going to take you to that dream that's going to allow you to accomplish that vision you know like i said earlier i tell my students what do you want to be five ten years from now and if what you're if what you're doing sorry we're getting excited (laughs) if what you're doing now does not line up with where you want to be five ten years from now you're wasting your life in this moment you're not like the things that you decide to do the next steps that you take in your life now you know, need to lead you five, yep. ten years from now, who you want to be, where you want to be, lead you towards the vision and mission that God has given and placed on your heart, you know, and, and so we have to make those decisions. And That's good. And a lot of times, you know, that can be stressful, making those decisions, especially when you're graduating high school and you're looking at college or yeah. vocational training and you're like, or maybe you're not even considering either one and you're just thinking about staying at home for the rest of your life, you know, hopefully you're not, but... Um, <laughs> It's like those can be a stressful decision to have to make. Um, But the truth is, the truth is, when we make a decision, when we make that next step, if if our hearts are in the right place and we're seeking the dream and vision that God has given us, that step, that decision is not going to be bad. Like it's not like you like like your decision to come work in the ministry was not a bad or good decision, right? Yeah. Like it wasn't like it wasn't like if you wouldn't have decided that that God would have shunned you for it. Like that, and I think that that a lot of times students can get that feeling of if I make the wrong decision, yeah. then somebody's going to be mad at me or God's not going to be happy yeah. with me. But the truth is, as long as we're following God's word and following the mission and vision and the dream that he's given us, yeah. you know, whatever decisions we make to lead to that 
aren't necessarily good or bad decisions. They're just a decision. Yeah. And yet, yeah, sometimes you might have some extenuating circumstances out of a decision um, that you might not have foreseen, um, but God takes you through that. Yeah. And and we're going to get more into that in the process, you yeah. know, the delay, the difficulty as yeah. you continue to grow in your faith. Yeah. But, yeah, all throughout that God, you know, is using all those circumstances, the decisions that we make, you know, to cultivate our faith. Then at some point that leads us to number three, there will be a delay. You know, there's typically a delay before God really starts to work, yeah. you know, something miraculous in our life. And this is where you know, we're waiting, you know, we really start yeah. to kind of, you know, Satan lets, allows doubt to creep into our, yeah. you know, minds and we're going down all these paths and we start to kind of wonder like, eh, am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right thing? And the second guessing and all that. Yeah, I, that waiting season. It, I always go back to, and I spoke about this on Christmas Eve, is those oh. 400 years can between you imagine the 400? Old, yeah, 400 years between the Old and New Testament. And we Testament. get freaked out on a couple months. Right? I mean, they get all these prophecies and all this yeah. this stuff in the Old Testament that says, hey, I'm I'm sending a Savior. I'm sending a King. I'm, singing, I'm sending somebody. Yep. And they have to wait 400 years. <laughs> and you're exactly yep. right. We get freaked out about having to wait <laughs> five minutes in a McDonald's drive-thru. Yep. I'm like... We need to be patient. You know, yeah. we need to learn patience in the season of waiting, in the delay, uh, yeah. because that's just that's part of the the process of God working in us is trusting and waiting yep. and going through that yeah. season of patience. Yeah, there is in uh, the Old Testament. There's this awesome verse I wanted to read, um, and it says, "For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie." If it seems slow, hmm. wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Hmm. Man, good things take time. Yeah. Is there a way to... I, I started... So, side note, I started a saltwater aquarium, and these things do not move fast. And so it's not the it, bountiful thing you want it to exactly. be. Exactly. <laughs> like you, you think, oh, you this is gonna be this cool thing in yeah. your living room. And and as you do more research and you do more understanding, you realize that you're creating an entire ecosystem in a hmm. small glass container and it takes months for things to actually happen and take place. And you have to be patient because yeah. in that season of waiting, there's things happening that you and I don't see. Yeah. You know, there's things happening that we're not aware of that God is taking us through and teaching us that patience, teaching us to wait. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Did you know it would take so much time to get the aquarium to where you probably wanted it to be? Uh, not when I started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, none of us do, right? Yeah. Anytime we start something, we don't expect the amount of time it's actually going to take. Yeah. Unless you're one of those weird people who's like super analytical and goes through all the details before yeah. you ever even start on it. But then if you're that yeah. person, you're probably not even starting it because you're spending yeah, all your time. Yeah, because you all your time <laughs> figuring it out. <laughs> if you're that person, we value you, we love you, Absolutely. we know you have a place. Yeah. You know, one of the pictures my dad always, you know, reminds me of is, you know, our life is kind of like this tapestry, right? So it has this beautiful picture on yep. one side, but behind yep. scenes are all, there's these delays, there's these long stretches of string that, yep. you know, don't make sense and it look like looks like a mess. But, you know, God's, you know, building something really, really cool Absolutely. for us. So, yeah, you had the delay, not fun. And usually after the delay, this is where the difficulty, so that's kind of the fourth step in the faith-building process you know, this is kind of where the problems start to enter. Our faith is really getting tested. 
You're getting impatient. Getting impatient. And this could be something circumstantial. It could be just, you know, outside things affecting certain things. I know a big one for me is just what other people are thinking and saying about the things I'm doing. You know, Mm. the critics, right? Yeah. You know, I allow them to, you know, get in my head. And, yeah, it's hard to, you know, stay focused on, you know, what God has called us to do. Yeah. So I would just challenge people in this step, you know, stay faithful. Know if you're pursuing something that God has planted on your heart, there will be difficulty. If it's not difficult, it's probably not of God. Exactly. It's it's probably Mm -hmm. of your own flesh or of the world or something that, you know, people Hmm. are willing to, you know, they're they're accepting of. And, you know, if if it's not difficult, it's probably not the right thing. Yeah. Yeah, this is a passage from First uh, Peter, but it says, In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuous, genu- yeah, genuous of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes, mm-hmm. though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor for Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, you know, all those things are, and there's so many more verses we could talk about yeah. there, too. Um I wanted to pick one that wasn't maybe quite as common. Um, But as we're going through those trials, that's a lot of times where, you know, we find ourselves in the same spot that Israel was, Mm. you know, at a wall, at a dead end, tucked in a corner, no place to go. And we're like, what next? Well, and that's the next place in the, in the, in the process of hitting that dead end, hitting that wall and, you know, you've gone through the season of waiting, you've gone through some difficulty, and you feel like you've just hit a wall. Hmm. Like, you feel like you're just not making any progress, like you're spinning your wheels in the dirt, and you're not yeah. gaining any forward momentum. If you're a redneck like me, you know what that's like. <laughs> just to be stuck down, bogged down, your wheels are spinning, but Flipping nothing's happening, Flipping all the switches right? on your truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and you just got to keep going, you yeah. know. Or, and, well, and sometimes, sometimes... You know, even in that season, you have to make a little bit of a pivot. Yeah. You, you, you know, there might be, you, you got to keep pressing forward, but maybe I have to make just a little bit of a pivot um, and press forward on, yeah. you know, instead of this axle or this wheel, it needs to be over on this axle or that wheel, um, but still yeah. keep moving forward. Yeah. Well, I know a lot of times in my life, it's when you hit those dead ends that it could be God protecting you from something. Mm. And maybe, you know, cultivating in you pastor Al mentioned you know many times we're not prepared for the miracle that god wants to work in our life um so he puts the wall in place to you know increase our faith build our faith so that we can you know be ready for you know the response that god has you know whatever it may be but yeah it can be a very discouraging time i think this is when you need to rely on your community of believers and friends and other people because everybody has a tendency right we're yeah. either kind of on that isolation side or we're, you know, more outgoing. But especially for those people that just like to hunker down and get by themselves and kind of throw a pity party, you got to fight that natural instinct to yeah. isolate and get with people, go to church, be with other believers, be with people that build you up, even if it's not exactly what you want to hear. Yeah, sometimes building up isn't yeah. what you want to hear. That's so true. Yeah, and many times it will be in those you know, situations. Yeah. But, but that's, you know, that dead end is always right before that deliverance. Mm. And God prom- promises deliverance all throughout scripture. And there's, you know, those wonders that happened and cool stories. And you now sometimes it looks like we think it will. And many times it doesn't. 
I think we have to remember too that you know God has already brought us deliverance. Yep. You know what I mean? Like you look at the cross yep. and you look at the victory that He's already given over sin and death hmm. to us through Jesus, right? And so even if you're you know going through that delay and that difficulty <clears throat> and that dead end and you're going through it for years, like remember. God has already given you deliverance. Yep. You haven't received it yet because you're still on the earth, but you've already received deliverance in your life. And that, you know, I, I, as people, as I see people near the end of their life, as they get older, as they start contemplating their life and they start looking back at it, you know, um, one of the things that keeps them going is knowing mm. what's yeah. on the other side, yeah. is knowing that I've already been delivered and I'm, you know, I'm ready. To go yeah. over. I'm ready yeah, to go to good. the other side. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, as we're going through this process, and, you know, our faith is almost like a muscle, right? If we go into it with the right mindset, we go into it wanting to honor God, we understand, you know, there's going to be life's up and down. Yeah. And, you know, we use it all for the glory of God. You know, we can build that muscle of faith so that the next time we go through something, it's not, it's still hard, but, right, we have the right expectations. We understand what God's trying to do. Um, and eventually we're going to, God's going to prepare us to, you know, walk with somebody else through, you know, yep. those circumstances, um, you know, whether it's cancer, whether it's, uh, you know, a job change or you lost your, it could be so many different things yeah. that God uses so that we can encourage other people along the way, you know, with the faith that we have, but that's what we got. We I, got think, to build I a- think one last thing that, you know, this whole process of, of growing your faith, of working that muscle, you know, I heard someone speak recently about the two different mindsets that we see in the world. Hmm. You've got a fixed mindset and you've got an open mindset. And a fixed mindset says, well, this is just the way that I am. This is just how things happen. I can't control this or I can't do this. And a lot of times it's I can't or I won't or I will never be. And, you know, people who have that mindset are going to have less faith because they're they're in a fixed mindset of this is just the way things are. And the person with the open mindset thinks, well, I wonder why, or what if this, or what is God doing through this, or or how does God want to use this in my life? And and I think we have to remember to stay open-minded, because I think there's a lot of Christians who tend to be closed-minded and and just become, well, this is the way things are, and this is how they should be, and and I think that being open-minded is a huge way to be able to work your muscle of faith. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And, you know, Michael, we could have a lot of people listening, you know, who knows, maybe they're kind of at the beginning of that, right? Maybe they're in their dream, just experiencing the delay. Maybe they've hit the wall, Uh, but wherever they are, they, you know, just kind of understanding this process of faith, you know, they can, you know, really flex that faith muscle and grow closer to Jesus in the process. But guys, we enjoy hanging out with you every Thursday uh, afternoon. As always, you know, send us your ideas, interact with us. We'd love to hear from you. But don't forget, Tuesdays is the message podcast from previous Sunday. And then every Thursdays is our conversation. So we cannot wait to hang out with you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Lima Baptist Temple podcast. We hope you were encouraged today and we would love to hear from you. If you have a prayer request, a topic you'd like us to discuss, or want to share what God is doing in your life, visit us online at limabaptisttemple.org.